Hey everyone, welcome back to the February edition of the podcast, Think Global, where we like to say the world is our home, where strangers become friends and friends become family. John, we're back. It's February. How are you doing? I'm doing quite well. You are? Yeah, I am. How are you? I'm doing well, but we both just got back from an international trip and we're fighting jet lag. That doesn't mean I'm not doing well. Okay. I'm enduring through the jet lag. I love that. Uh, yeah, we have to endure. We have to push through it and get where we need to be back in a balanced rhythm. Yeah, we just got back from Thailand. Yep. That's been, that was a lot of fun. I was just sharing with somebody this morning that one of the side perks was shorts and flip-flops yes. for a week. Yeah, I mean, here we are in Colorado. Yeah. It's winter. There's nothing quite like getting there. Not only shorts and flip-flops and t-shirts, but mango smoothies. Mango smoothies. Come on. I mean, mm. everybody out there who's listening can actually be jealous about that. They should be. Yeah. Mango smoothies, passion fruit smoothies, coconut juice. I mean, it was a great time. It was a lot of fun. And yeah. it, but it's good to be back. Good to be there. Yes. We were there with a number of uh, colleagues and friends. Yes. And uh, But now really good to be back yeah. as well. Um, but we're going to talk a, a bit about uh, what we talked to those friends and colleagues about right. on that side of the ocean. Yeah. And we're going to talk about that a bit on today's podcast. So yeah. um, the theme is, I, I alluded to it a moment you did. ago. You in, did. Uh, just a little play on words there or in jest. But, but endurance yes. is our theme. And that's what we talked a lot about because... These friends, these colleagues, they live cross-culturally. We visited for 10 days, right? uh, visited them, chatted with them, spent time with them, but they live in these contexts, many of them all over Asia. Yeah. And so endurance is a real theme for their lives. Right. And so that was our theme of being there. Yeah. And I actually, I, I love the theme of endurance. Like, you know, most of us never, we just plugging through life, doing our thing, and we never think about the subject of endurance. Like, what does it mean to endure. Yeah. I, I love that subject because, I mean, that's that's really the story of life, uh, endurance. Yeah. And, um, and it really, I think, just to, to take, uh, uh, to pause and take a moment to look at the subject of endurance is good for all of us, uh, whether it comes to enduring uh, hardships, enduring in relationships, um, enduring through like just challenging times, enduring at a job. Hmm. Uh, place of occupation, um, and how to endure well. So, um, yeah, it's inspirational, and and I love it. Yeah, I think, you know, people have made quitting too easy, yes, too convenient, um, or they just naturally run from any level of discomfort. That's right. So we're going to look at a couple different things today yep. on this topic of endurance. Um, one, I'm really interested to hear you talk about because um, – one of the things that has inspired you lately yeah. is this book that you read called Endurance. Yeah. Give us kind of the snapshot of right. what that book was about yeah. and your thoughts. I and mean, it, we'll go through it, but what's the book all about? Yeah. And, you know, actually, um, if, if people love a, a good long read, but uh, a read that um, in detail just talks about like hardship and challenge in, in a very different uh, setting and a very different time frame. Um, the book Endurance, and it's a story of um, Ernest Shackleton. That's worth a read. And I, actually, I was, I was very inspired by it. So here, here's the, um, the overview of it. Uh, Ernest Shackleton, uh, a total of 28 men, a crew uh, members, on a boat called Endurance, 
um, set sails for uh, set sail from England, and the objective was to be uh, the first crew of individuals to walk across to do a crossing over the Antarctic continent. Now, this uh, obviously it's been a long time ago. They set sail in 1914. Hmm. And uh, I've jotted down some uh, some highlights from that. So August 1, 1914, they set sail. Um, and they became shipwrecked uh, in, the, in the ice flows of Antarctica. And um, they were stranded for 18 long months. Um, they, had, they had no contact with land. Like, they actually didn't put their feet on land for 497 days. Wow. Like that's that's a that's a long long time. I thought 10 hours on a plane was a long yeah, time. Yeah, that is a long time for us, <laughs> right? But they I was ready to put my feet on land after 10 hours on I agree. United Airlines. Yeah. That's that's exactly right. Um once we landed. Um but now imagine, you know, you we go for a little boat ride and you get off, you feel a little woozy, right? Like you you the equilibrium right. is a little bit off. But these guys, they didn't touch land for 497 days. They wow. lost contact with the outside world for 18 months. Wow. And they didn't have iPhones? Uh, not in 1914, oh, they didn't. Wow. But here is a group of individuals stranded for one and a half years. And th- it was all about survival, endurance. Like, uh, you know, one of the things that Ernest Shackleton said was, I'll bring you back alive. Hmm. That was his commitment to the, his crew. Hmm. And um, uh, they, th- there was one, one part of the book that was just uh, crazy. Uh, to go from this land or this this mass of ice to to an island as a part of the process of rescue and and surviving, they did a an eight hundred mile voyage across the waters of Antarctica, and um, a, they did it in two lifeboats, both of them about twenty feet long. Now imagine that, like the storms there are some of the worst in the world. The seas are some of the worst in the world. And somehow, these guys, they survived. Uh, along the journey, they ran out of food. Starvation was real. Um, they ended up on the edge of a, a, a polar uh, ice mass. And on the edge, they could find penguins to eat. They could find seals to eat. But that became their main source of food. Like these guys, like one guy frostbite, so a foot is amputated. Um and imagine, like, part of what was fascinating about this was, like, you know, what do you talk about with the same group of guys hmm. for one and a half years? Hmm. Like, you run out of stories. You, you, you've told your whole life story ten times. Hmm. They've told theirs ten times. And then you sit in silence. Hmm. And so just the monotony of the silence. Uh, and imagine, too, some of the days, uh, as far as sunlight, only lasted just moments. Gosh. And so... Long periods of darkness, long periods of sunlight uh, at the other side of the um, of the season. Anyway, I was just inspired. Like, you know, one of the things I was reminded of, John, in that was that um, uh, being made in the image of God, like there is a resilience built into us, the drive to endure, the, the drive to persevere. Hmm. But based on a book we've read and talked about earlier, The Comfort yeah. Crisis, yeah. Um, we are just given to those things that are comfortable. Yeah. 
Yeah, anyway. we, we did a whole episode on the comfort crisis. Uh, you can go back and listen to that whole episode if you want. But these kind of go hand in hand of like our pursuit of comfort is also is often counterproductive to the idea of endurance. Right. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like if you're just all about give me the most comfortable thing ever, you're not going to endure hardship. Right. If those guys on the boat endurance when they shipwrecked in Antarctica were all about the comforts of the world, they wouldn't have lasted three days. That's right. Let alone That's right. however many it was. No 497 yeah. or whatever yeah. it was. Like, I mean, just no way. So I love some of these quotes. Like this one I particularly like. Comfort is a temporary refuge, whereas discomfort fuels personal growth and transformation. Right. And I was actually, knowing we were going to record this podcast today, I was thinking about this driving in today of somewhere in our culture in recent years, we are chasing after comfort. Right. But it's simply a temporary refuge. Right. Like for every discomfort of, well, I'm feeling down today or I'm I'm feeling anxious about this. We run to a doctor to give us pills That's right. to get through that, right? right? And where, whereas just push through the discomfort right. because that's what fuels growth and transformation. Right. Uh, nobody wants to be uncomfortable right. anymore. Right. I was actually talking to a friend the other day about this trip to Thailand. Asked me, he was asking me how it was and, you know, you go there often. I said, yeah, I go there often and talk about the culture and mm-hmm. the language and the food and all that. And he said something to the effect of, I just couldn't do it. That makes me so uncomfortable. Wow. To think about people not knowing if they'll understand me right. or if I'll understand them or can I order the food or will I like the food? That just makes me uncomfortable. Right. That actually is what pushes me into those experiences. Right. right. Um, I got one, another quick story from Bangkok. I got in a taxi with a friend of ours that was there with us and we were going somewhere to eat and I had the GPS on my phone and we're trying to communicate with the taxi driver, you know, and it's not like an Uber where you just get in and they take you to wherever the app right, says to go. Right. I'm trying to show him the address on my phone and he's trying to squint and read it. And then I press the go button and he actually ends up taking my phone from me and putting it in his cell phone holder on his phone. He just follows my GPS on my phone in the holder. Anyway, this friend of ours looks at me from the passenger side or from the other side of the back seat. He goes, isn't this awesome? It's like a video game. (laughs) You don't know if you're actually going to get where you're going or not. You know, that's kind of how it feels sometimes. But you and I love that. Oh, yeah. Where other people would say, that's so uncomfortable. That's right. Anyway. Yeah. No, and actually, as you're talking, uh, let's just be honest. When we are uncomfortable, we have uncomfortable in any way, like whether it be uncomfortable in a relationship or uncomfortable because of, you know, physical challenges or uncomfortable because the job is not what we dreamed it would be. Yeah. We we have developed escape mechanisms to handle that. Hmm. And and we're all guilty of it. Like uh one of the things that it's almost like a sedative that takes away some of the pain of life is hmm. social media. Right. Which sometimes just adds more. Right. Because then we then we're trapped in envy about right. everybody else's life that looks so good in social media. Or we turn on a TV. Um or we sleep way too much, mm-hmm. um, just trying to avoid challenges. And that's what I, one of the, the quotes that comes from the comfort crisis uh, was this, that comfort is not a substitute for true contentment and fulfillment. Yeah. And, and actually, that's what we live our lives for to be comfortable. We spend our money to be comfortable. Uh, our pursuits are all about comfort. And comfort is not what brings necessarily fulfillment in life. Right. Um, and a value of life. And so, yeah, I, I love this theme that um, to rethink, you know, how we face those challenges, to rethink 
what does it mean to persevere and mm-hmm. to survive uh, against the odds and against those things that are that are challenging for us? Yeah, and, you know, I love that other quote that we have here from the Comfort Crisis, where he says, "We are so afraid of discomfort that we avoid any situation that challenges us to challenges us to grow and evolve." Anyway, just to reiterate a lot of what we've been saying, like we. Our culture now runs from discomfort right. and runs toward comfort, even though that may not be the best thing for us. We right. we need to to exercise the muscle of enduring. Right. So, I mean, you've kind of inspired me on this book. I'll I'll be honest. Most books you recommend, I tend to read them, and yeah. I think vice versa. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I tend to recommend books, yeah. and you re- end up reading them. I have not read that book, Endurance, yeah. yet, yeah. but. Yeah, you've kind of inspired me to read it. Right, it's actually a you know it's a slow read in some ways uh, because it's just in a nitty gritty of the some of the daily life and challenges they faced. And there's uh, from the book there's a quote, and this is actually a good one. It talks about exactly what we're talking about here, and that is when you go out of your comfort zone beyond where you've been before. I like that mm-hmm. getting out of your comfort zone, going way beyond where you've ever been before. He says, doubt is inevitable. Mm. Like, you're going to doubt. Of course. Uh, you'll doubt what you're doing. You'll doubt this is the way forward. You'll doubt yourself. But then he adds this, but you invariably find new strength and courage mm. and a way before or, or way forward. Mm. And I think that's really cool. Like, pushing ourselves out of our comfort zones, uh, being willing to stick with a job, stick with a relationship, um, to stick with a friendship, to 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 stick with it in in the in the midst of the challenges, and inevitably mm-hmm. in that moment uh, we'll find courage, and we're going to find a way forward. Um, yeah. There's there's something about crisis, there's something about challenge that clarifies our thinking instead of numbing our senses with all the things that we do to avoid mm-hmm. uh, being uncomfortable in life. Anyway, I love that. Yeah, it's um it's incredible. I think. Um, you know, I love this is a little, I wanted to say this earlier when you're talking about endurance. When they left England in, um, was it, was it 1914? 1914, yeah. yeah. They left England. You know, obviously they had to recruit the men for this yes. thing. And so I, want, I wanted to bring this up, even yes. though it's a little bit sideways what we're talking about right now. But but it, it talks about the kind of men who signed up for this trip. And so yeah. they, they posted an ad. And, um, you know, if this was in 2024, you would have seen this little ad on Facebook and you would have clicked on it and you would have signed up to be on the phone. That's right. That's right. But in 1914, it was probably in the newspaper or probably a little bulletin outside the saloon or wherever it was. But the ad read this, men wanted for hazardous journey, small wages, bitter cold, long months of complete darkness, constant danger, safe return, doubtful honor and recognition in event of success. That's right. Like who's raising their hand for that? That's right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but actually it was inspiring. Right. Like actually they, they, when you read this story, there were a lot of people who signed up for it because there's a sense in which we're wired for adventure. Like we're, we're wired for the unknown, for the challenge. And that's what I'm, I'm, I said at the very beginning, like being made in, the God, in God's image is not to be lazy. Mm. It's not to, to avoid hardship. It's not to avoid adventure. But being made in the image of God, there's something adventurous about us in our spirit. Like we love um, 
to to have adventure. We we want we long for adventure. We we long for something unique uh, that tests us, that challenges us. Why in the world do people sign up for a, a race, a five k, ten k, half marathon, marathon? There's something about it that tests us. You know, why do people sign up for things that will challenge their skills? Because mm-hmm. that's ex- exactly what we we were made for. And so that ad, you're right. Like there, um, it was it was not a, a glamorous ad of sign up for this and you might die. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet uh, there were people who. Who, who signed up and said, let's do this. You right. know, that's what we want to do. Yeah. They didn't necessarily sign up for 18 months of killing right. penguins and no. cutting off feet from no. frostbite. But but they were warned up front. You know, it hazardous journey, yeah. bitter cold, long months of complete darkness, constant danger. Yeah. They were warned and yeah. they still signed up for it. And I wonder if we warned people of that today, how many right. people would, would raise their that's hand. That's right. It would be a challenge. And sign up yeah. for that. You know, it's, yeah. We'll sign up for a comfortable... <laughs> You know, right. vacation. Right. I mean, right. One, one of the books you, I mean, one of the quotes you pulled from that book was uh, difficulties are just things to overcome. That's right. Like in the simple, uh, that sounds so simple that it's actually profound and inspiring. Right. Difficulties are just things to overcome. Right. And I think about that. I, this is the smallest, dumbest example, but I do this weekly exercise class that you, you know about. But yeah. I, uh, in this class, it's hard. You're sweating a lot. It's challenging. It's difficult. And I don't necessarily think in there, oh, I should endure. Right. But I will say this, and I've told you this privately, so you can attest that I'm telling the truth. Right. About halfway through this class, almost every week, I tell myself in my brain, you can do hard things. Right. Haven't I said that yeah. to you? Yeah. And I push through for the rest of the class. And that's a way of enduring difficulties. Right. Now I know that's a silly workout. I go to a little workout and it's hard. You know, that people endure much harder things right. than that. I'm just making the illustration that it's just a difficulty to overcome. Right. And mentally, we're capable of a lot more than we think. Yeah. Hey, so if, as we land this plane here on this podcast, you know, I'm thinking like, you know, for those who are listening, um, you know, maybe they're going through something right now where a choice needs to be made that, yeah. you know what, I'm going to stick with it. Yeah. And it's hard, but it'll be better for me. Yeah. Now, not every situation is like that, but many, all, if not all, almost most of them mm. um, uh, we're looking for an escape. We're looking for uh, an exit door that we can walk out of. Um, but there's something amazing about finishing what's in, in front of us, of yeah. finishing that race, of uh, finishing the job, of sticking with it, uh, of waiting in that place, in that mm-hmm. space where we need to be. I would have two challenges for everybody. And that is number one, start reading books, um, you know, historical uh, biographies of people who just rose to an occasion. Like, you know, I, I think of an Ernest Shackleton. I think of a, a guy like Winston Churchill, was, who was the unexpected leader who really led the day during World War II. Like, mm. he was not, uh, he, nobody would have said he's going to be the guy, mm. but that he rose to the occasion instead of giving up. And so read books on this because it is inspiring. Find a book that you can read, like The Comfort Crisis, like the book Endurance, other, uh, you know, historical um, biographies about a time when people survived. In fact, this inspired me to look at another book about a lady who was a pioneer and and all that she went through back in the early days of this country, pioneering West. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, it's, we find it inspiration. So, inspiration. so I, would, I would challenge folks to, to, to read. But I would also say this, that, you know, I've lived long enough. I've got quite a few decades behind me. And um, 
I'll be honest, at this point, I wish I would have done many more hard things. I feel mm-hmm. like I've done a lot of hard things, and I've, I've gone to hard places, and I've tackled hard things, and I've signed up for hard things. Um, but I find now, I wish I would have lived much more of an adventurous life instead of playing it safe all the time. Uh, I wish I would have, uh, you know, endured a little bit more in uh, certain settings. Um, and so I would encourage people just like wherever they are, whatever stage of life, you know, sign up for those things. Sign up for something that will challenge us or stick with it. Make a commitment that's hard. Um, choose not to always give into that which is comfortable or an escape or whatever because we learn so much from it. And, and you know, at the end of life, you can't go back and undo it or redo it. Yeah. Um, and so I, I just think like embracing that kind of life, mm-hmm. giving myself as a 21 year old to doing something of significance, lifelong significance or 41 years old or raising our kids that way, helping them see the value in doing big things that maybe others don't notice, but big things as it relates to just human fortitude. Mm, that's anyway, good. That's yeah. really good. And I think it's just a good reminder too that like in the journey of life, we always talk about life as a journey. There's peaks and valleys yeah. in any journey. Oh, yeah. And so if you find yourself in the valley right now, yeah, you shouldn't be shocked by that. Right. Valleys are part of the journey. Right. And if you're on the mountaintop, we weren't made to stay at the mountaintop. Right, right. The air is thin. The sun is hot. It's hard yep. to stay on the mountaintop. Right. You're going to find yourself in a valley right. eventually. And yep. when you do, and if you are right now, um, I think it's helpful to remember, oh, this is part of it. Right. Every journey has a valley. Right. And I just happen to be in it right now. Right. And so I think the principle would be you may need to slow down in the valley because you might be trudging through some thick mud, right. but keep moving. Right. You know, there is the old principle that an object in motion stays in motion. That's right. You know, so keep moving. Right. Even if it's slower than you want to go, right. you'll eventually emerge from the valley. Yep. Good words, man. All right. Endurance. Um, not just a good read, but also a good way to live and uh, we're gonna wrap this up let's do it all right it's been great this is the podcast think global and again the world is our home and strangers become friends and friends become family folks we appreciate you listening thanks a lot uh send us a message we'd love to hear from you thoughts on podcasts in the future until march all the best